I'm your health coach, Melissa Lee. Here at Thriving with Nourishment Health, I provide women with the resources to reclaim fertility and celebrate periods through the lens of functional medicine. It is time to empower ourselves with natural solutions over band-aid medicines. We will get to the root cause of symptoms to see the bigger picture. Let us find the ability to heal ourselves, get back to Mother Nature, and live in a healthier world. Hi everyone, welcome to an episode of Lifestyle Tuesday. This is at a different timing from before, it's at 4pm PST. So, um, you know, if you are here live, you can just come and say hi. Um, If you're listening to the podcast, there's no difference in time whatsoever. It always still comes out on a Tuesday. Um, So today, I want to be talking about why I started tracking my menstrual cycles. And for those of you who are not aware of cycle charting, this might mean this might seem really brand new to you. Um, you might not even know what cycle charting is. And I'm just gonna give you an introduction. I am no, you know, by any means, I'm not a fertility awareness educator or anything like that. I'm not gonna teach you how to chart, but I'm gonna tell you my reasons for charting and some of the benefits that I have. Um, learned and experienced along the way and also how this can help you even if you have PCOS or if you have like you know symptoms like irregular periods or anything like that. So tracking my menstrual cycles is actually a form of fertility awareness method and I first came across this from like reading a book and I've actually had the book here. It's called Taking Charge of Your Fertility and two women told me about it so this is a really really big book and it's by Tony Weschler. Um, I mean, you don't have to buy this. Because <laughs> um, I think there's also The Fifth Vital Sign, which is also another book that talks about fertility awareness. And that also gives you a really good idea of how to do it. Um, you can get it if you want. It actually comes with like um, color charts and all that. So basically, um, you know, the whole point of charting is that to kind of take matters into your own hands. A lot of the times, um, you know, women, the whole, you know, women's movement about around birth control and all that was basically based on the fact that, you know, like there's a myth that women can get pregnant at any time. And there's a lot of like, you know, emphasis when we were younger that, you know, you have to be really careful because you really can get pregnant and it's so easy to get pregnant and all that. Um, and I'm not saying that it's easy, it's not easy to get pregnant now but I'm saying that there's a really big myth surrounding all of this and it's the fact that men are fertile every single day and women are not so we are only fertile six days of the week uh six days of the month so just I'm just gonna say that again so men are fertile every single day but women are not women are only fertile six days of the month and when I first heard this I was like okay, you can't, you cannot be serious, right? Like, why is there so much, 
importance and why why is there so much emphasis on like using so much birth control and why is it that you know like if we have intercourse like yeah you use a condom but then the women also should be on a birth control pill like why is there so much barrier and you know protectionism around that and it's basically you know it's based on the fact that yeah like all on, on like this myth that was brought up that okay women are like you know super fertile all the time um, and when I started tracking my cycles, I really got to understand my own cycles more, my, how the way my hormones work, where, what my fertility window is, uh, my options in using birth control or not, and the timing of when I uh, want to have intercourse or not. So it takes a lot of pressure off, especially if you are not trying to conceive, but you want to you know, have a more like natural experience. Um, you don't have to feel so much pressure either um, about when you have intercourse or not because it doesn't mean that you're going to get pregnant or not. So basically, I started tracking my menstrual cycles because, you know, I just got married and um, I wanted to use like a form of like um, natural, concept, natural contraception, but also a natural way to actually track my fertility window and know when to time intercourse in the future when I do want to plan for a baby. Um, so basically, the three signs, they use three signs generally in fertility awareness charting. And the three signs are looking at your basal body temperature, looking at your cervical mucus, and looking at your cervical position. So basically, all throughout the month, your, you know, your mucus is not the same. And when I talk about mucus, it's basically like some kind of discharge that sometimes we find in on our underwear. And, you know, some women would grow up with this and they would think oh my god I have a UTI or I have a yeast infection or and they go to the doctor and nothing comes out of that and you know when I learned about fertility awareness I realized that oh this is like some sort of mucus and the mucus is very natural and it comes on you know at different points in our menstrual cycle in accordance with uh, whether we're fertile or not so you know in in the three signs, I'm going to be talking about basal body temperature first. So basically, uh, basal body temperature is where you wake up in the morning and the first thing you do is measure your temperature. And it's based on the fact that if we have ovulated and we are past ovulation, progesterone is the hormone that raises our core temperature. So if we you know, chart our temperatures every single day and um, over time, um, our temperatures rise, it would mean that we're ovulated. And obviously, like this is all, not only the first sign, like we, we will also correlate with like the second signs of like cervical mucus. Um, so what we'll do is like every day, um, I will actually, you know, track my cycles um, using my bo basal body temperature. And when there's a shift in my temperatures, meaning that uh, pre-ovulation, your temperatures are usually like in a lower range. So like um, you would say like 97 Fahrenheit or like if it's in the case of Celsius, it would be like 36.5 or 36-ish. And then once you ovulate, your temperatures actually shift up, up to like 98 Fahrenheit or you know 36.5 and above. Um, and basically this is what we call like a temperature shift, a thermal shift. Um, and this is, you know, more of a biphasic pattern. So basically, if you imagine a chart, it will be kind of low and then it will start to rise and then, you know, go in that way. And obviously, there are so many questions around temperature because like, you know, you're like, oh, what happens? How do I take my temperature correctly and thermometer and all that? Um, and, that's and that's not the um, basis of what I'm going to be talking about here. Um, I'm just going to start 
I'm just going to share with you my, my overall experience and the general guidelines of how I track my cycles. So that is the first sign for basal body temperature. The second one will be cervical mucus. And cervical mucus is actually, um, you know, the discharge that comes out from our cervix because that's where the mucus is being made. And it comes out through our vagina, onto our underwear, and even on even when we go to the bathroom and you wipe yourself, um, you know, before you pee or after you pee, you might see some discharge on there. And basically, from the texture and the color and the form of the discharge, we can tell whether you're fertile or not. Don't you think that's cool? I think that's super cool. So basically, uh, you know, you start with like, if you when you have your period, um, you know, obviously it's really hard to tell your mucus and it's probably not there. Um, but after your muc after your menstruation, um, when we enter the follicular growing phase, um, usually you know it will be a kind of a dry phase, and then it will hit towards like a sticky, sticky, creamy, and then once you uh, approach ovulation, your mucus actually changes into a more um, egg white and like kind of stretchy um, texture, and basically the texture changes because um, your mucus tends to shifts in pH. So it, uh, it becomes more neutral and, uh, you know, a little bit less acidic so that um, it can, it won't kill the sperm as it comes in, um, assuming that you have intercourse, of course. And then um, the mucus also helps with like, you know, keeping the sperm alive in the, in your cervix for five days. It keeps your, um, it helps the sperm to swim up. It provides like a really good medium for it. So a lot of the mucus functions is actually helping the sperm to survive. And providing like a transportation medium that is helpful for the sperm um, and the reason why the fertile window is you know six five to six days is because sperm can live in the cervix for up to five days so you can have intercourse on Monday with ejaculation inside but if you ovulate on Friday you can still get pregnant on Friday so that's just the thing okay so basically if you are using charting for like natural conception like if you don't want to get pregnant then during the fertile window either you use a barrier method like a condom or a diaphragm or you completely um, abstain from intercourse during that fertile window because there's a higher risk of getting pregnant um, so this is just one of the ways that you know even for me like i can choose whether or not like um you know, like I choose whether or not, whether um, I would choose like a withdrawal method or not. Um, so that's one way that I use natural conception, but it also gives me the flexibility of like, okay, if I do want to start trying for a baby, then I know exactly when to have intercourse and when I don't need to avoid barrier methods or withdrawals. Um, so that is one way. And then um, the third sign is actually cervical mu position. So cervical position is when, um, you know, when, during ovulation, the, posi the, the position of the cervix actually opens up and it becomes higher up. And when you learn about fertility awareness, um, and I'll give you some resources in the comments, you will actually learn how to um, touch, feel your cervix for the, posi for the position, how hard it is, how soft it is, uh, how to um, monitor your cervical mucus textures and also you know monitor your basal body temperatures and all of this takes time um, I used to do it on an app but right now I'm actually doing it on like a workbook so this is um, associated with the fifth vital sign book um, and it's amazing because 
you know, when I was using the app, it was just me keying in like a temperature, but then usually it predicts like, oh, when you're ovulating or not. And usually sometimes it's not super accurate. And I feel like whenever I rely on an app, I don't really pay as much attention to my body and not try to figure it out as much. So right now I'm actually using like a paper chart and yeah, I use colors and like markings. So on here, you know, you would see like cycle days and you will also see like mucus descriptions and, you know, whether I had sex that day or not and other symptoms like exercise and cravings and all the temperatures are at the bottom. So this is forms a graph. So this is what I said about like the pre-ovulatory temperatures compared to the post-ovulatory temperatures. Um, and those of you who are listening to the podcast, obviously you can't see what I'm showing to the people on Facebook, um, but I'll definitely put in some resources um, for you to go take a look and have a, have a listen. Um, take a look at some examples. So basically that is what I'm using right now. And you know, for you, if you want to start out using paper, that's fine. If you want to start out using the app, that's fine too. And I usually put in cycle charting as a part of my program too because, um, you know, when you have PCOS, for example, you have typically really long cycles or really short cycles or they just alternate or you just bleed all the time or you don't even have a cycle, right? Like, I know, I totally get it. Um, so when you start to chart, you actually would notice like, okay, maybe you don't have a period, but you do have mucus. And what is up with the mucus? Maybe the mucus is just sticky and creamy all the time and it doesn't actually change to an egg white texture. Then you know like, okay, so the problem with you is just is that this part of the stage, the mucus is not changing. And why is that not changing? Maybe there's not enough estrogen, you know, maybe there's not enough luteinizing hormone in there. Like there's something that is not helping you to ovulate on your own. So then you will know for sure that you're not ovulating. Um, and some people, especially for PCOS also, we tend to suffer from an ovulatory cycles. So for example, if you have a period, it doesn't mean you ovulated, right? Um, so, but if you chart your temperatures and you look at your mucus cycles, then you will know for sure whether you ovulated or not. And so when you have your period, then you will know, okay, my cycle is proper and regular sort of thing. But if you notice that you, your temperatures are like all over the place and you didn't really have like the egg white mucus or anything like that, um, and you notice that, you know, you're not really like kind of in a fertile phase, but then you get your period. Um, if you're not charting, you might think like, okay, everything's fine. I'm getting my period all the time. Um, but, you know, with charting, then you would realize that, oh, actually I, I'm having an on an ovulatory cycle, I am not ovulating. And this is really important, especially if you want to conceive because ovulation is the main event of the menstrual cycle, not menstruation. This is also really important because when you start to chart, um, if your luteal phase is like really long or like really short, Typically, the luteal phase does not go beyond like 14, 15 days. But if you have a phase that is less than 10 days, then that is counted as a short luteal phase, like a luteal phase deficiency. And this is basically really important because it means you do not have enough progesterone to lengthen that phase out to help to maintain the uterine lining thickness. And as a result, the lining tends to in disintegrate faster. And you know your period comes earlier and your cycle is shorter. Um, when we are trying to conceive, you really want to have the luteal phase at a good length because it means that 
you know, when you have implantation, your lining is not going to just drop off, like, um, and so that you won't suffer like an early miscarriage. And this is really important because progesterone needs to be maintained at a certain level until the placenta takes over that. So this is really important and why I feel like cycle charting is way more than just finding out whether when you're fertile or not or when you can have sex or not. But it really tells you like if you have a hormonal problem, it can be a vital sign to your gynecologist, to your body. Um, you know, when you can you can go visit your OBGYN and then go in and be like, this is what my cycles are, this is what I think I have sort of thing. And it really ties in with like if you do any kind of hormone testing as well. So I think fertility awareness is like a huge thing that is also missing from women's health. Um, it's coming up right now, like, you know, in like, um, as more as more as more practitioners are aware of it and more women are aware of like fertility apps and stuff and trackers like that. Um, I think it is, it, it is gaining some awareness, um, but I just wanted to share my experience because this is something that I also integrate with my clients so that they can get to know their bodies better and you're not just kind of like, you know, thinking about like, oh, do I get my period now? Like, when do I get my period or like sort of thing? And just to be clear, the cycle charting, it is not about predicting okay we never really want to predict we can never predict anything like even your ovulation because you know it, your body is affected by stress and by the way you eat for example if you're really stressed and if you're going through like you know like a divorce or a move or something really crazy um, that is going to affect your period and we're not trying to predict here but we're actually trying to just track data and so every day you also live with the you start to create this mindset of not trying to predict what is going to happen like oh i'm going to ovulate on this day like you take the pressure off and you just kind of live a day-to-day -day experience of like okay i noticed this today what does that mean i noticed that today what does that mean and that i think over time it also makes you more um, okay with being uncertain or you know letting go of like the control of trying to predict something or control your um, cycle so there's a little bit of like mental benefits happening around there, but also I get I think emotional, you know, like I think it's really hard to live with the fact that you think you're ovulating but you're not, you know, sort of thing. Like if you're trying to conceive but it's not working, you don't know if it's you or your partner. Like there's so much that can, you know, go on and there's a lot of assumptions that we can make. But if you have some kind of data, like hard science, like just you know, everyday charting, then you can just kind of refer to that and even use that to work with an educator to learn more about yourself, to get testing done. And so I think it's just a really high, higher level of empowerment and, um, you know, sort of a, like a conscious habit to get into. So that is fertility awareness and that is cycle charting. Um, I'm, I am going to be releasing like um, more episodes on my podcast about fertility awareness, especially sometime this month. Um, so just stay tuned for that. Otherwise, I am going to link um, a previous episode where I talked to the author of The Fifth Vital Sign. Her name is Lisa Hendrickson Jack. And I talked to her about this and she is awesome. She has master classes and courses about it. And so I will link that episode on here. Um, and also any other resources that I find useful. 
So I just want to know, like, if you are in the Facebook group, just let me know about your experience with cycle charting, if you have tried it, and if not, what is holding you back? Like, is it a lot of fear um, and anxiety? And I totally get that, like, you know, without, like, you know, any sort of, like, contraception like you might think like you're really naked and you're like very vulnerable but trust me like um once you know it's just a lot of education and then once you know it like it's pretty good and you can learn to trust your intuition more so that's it for today's episode i will be seeing next week um, at the same time at 4 p.m pst um and that's all i'll see you next week